Okay, so a bit of an announcement. This coming Tuesday, the 23rd of March, will mark the first time that I record a conversation with video. So you'll be able to actually watch it on your telly if you're that way inclined. The guest is going to be past guest in front of the show, Porrick Riley. Myself and Podge will most likely talk about God and other stuff. So looking forward to that. Um, the next day then I'm going to have Mr Bernard Smith, past guest in front of the show, back on. Mr Smith is rejoining me on Wednesday the 24th because of something that I've committed to doing. Now I've mentioned this in the previous episode, this idea of... of a fire break in relation to diet. I have quite the sugar addiction as arguably most, if not everybody does these days because we live in a very, very sugar, in a very, very pro-sugar world. Everything's got fucking sugar in it. Even, even the fat has sugar in it. But anyway, aside from that, I had mentioned the idea of doing something extreme. So the idea is to embrace a fad diet. Now, Fad diet, that term has negative connotations, okay? Typically, what a fad diet is, is something you do that's unsustainable. Now, I'm intentionally doing this, okay? I want to do something extreme because what I've spoken about before is you ask somebody to gradually taper their calorie intake and gradually increase the amount of exercise they do. You want a calorific deficit to lose a bit of weight, Nobody really does that, or at least I've never done it in the past, and I think the majority of people try it and fail miserably and then lose the will to live in relation to losing weight and dieting, and they just live the rest of their lives unhappy with themselves. But what I'm going to try and do is book this curve a little and intentionally embrace a fad diet. Now, I was going to try the ketogenic diet, which isn't a fad diet per se, but it would be for me because I'm not going to do nothing but eat fats for the rest of my life so the idea of it being non-sustainable makes it a fad diet even though it's not a fad diet per se i'll give veganism a go i'll try veganism for a month maybe i won't eat any meat or any animal products whatsoever but that would be a fad diet for me because i have no intention of doing that for any real length of time never mind the rest of my life so veganism isn't a fad diet the ketogenic diet isn't a fad diet, but I'm going, I've used the ketogenic diet before as a fad diet to just try it and see what it was like. But this time round, I'm not going to do the ketogenic diet again because I've done it before. And here's 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 an interesting one for you. So things that are extreme. The idea of this fad diet is, or any fad diet, I suppose, is there's always an extreme element to it. Because again, you ask somebody to, you know, curtail their calorie intake and do all that and do everything the right way, you know, people kind of lose interest and don't do it. It typically doesn't. It doesn't work for people. But you tell them to eat nothing but broccoli for the next month, and there's, I don't know what it is, but there's an increased likelihood that they'll actually do it. Okay, now. They won't do it if they've no intention of doing it from the start, but if they have if they want to give it a go, the odds of them doing it is higher. And I think part of that is, it's the Annie Crack With You phenomena. So, Annie Crack With You, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm addressing my diet. I'm going to reduce the amount of calories that I intake and increase the amount of exercise that I do. The idea being that I'm going to gradually lose some body fat over time. Doesn't really have the same ring to it as, yeah, I fucking do have a bit of crack, actually, with you. I'm, I'm after starting this crazy diet. Oh, fuck, what's that? Well, I'm going to eat nothing but broccoli for a month. Fuck. Yeah, I've been doing it three weeks, man, and I've been sick as a fucking dog. I've been getting banging headaches. My stomach's all upset. It's a fucking nightmare. And you might think to yourself, like, what the fuck? Why would somebody do that? And to me, at least, I think there's a bit of crack in it. 
there's there's something to it. There's there's something to doing something extreme that we love. We're far more likely to fucking book ourselves into a marathon than we are a couch to five k. For some reason, I, I don't know what it is, but and this isn't for everybody. Obviously, it's only weirdos maybe like myself. But anyway, I'm not going to do the ketogenic diet because oh sorry, that's what I was going to say. Extremism is. Uh, relevant or no not relevant it's relative extremism is relative so to me sparring with somebody like putting on the gloves putting in the gum shield and going toe-to-toe with somebody in a sparring context that to me is not extreme in the least i've done that a thousand times and it's just another day in the office as far as i'm concerned now if you've never laced up gloves before in your life if you've never been near a a boxing gym or an mma gym or, or any kind of you know fighting discipline that's going to be very extreme for you. That's going to be crazy, mental, unimaginably extreme for you. And that's the point that I'm I'm striving to make here is extremism is relative. So originally I was thinking of going back on the ketogenic diet again. But to me that's not extreme because I've never done... Oh, sorry, not that I've never done it before. It's not extreme because I have done it before. So what that has me thinking is what can I do now as an intentional fad diet as a fire break for my sugar addiction that would be extreme. And the one that jumps out at me is what people refer to as the carnivore diet, which is essentially the opposite of veganism. It's nothing but meat. And I'm going to give that a lash, I think. I'm not going to do it today and I'm not going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to set a date, maybe the 1st of April uh, could be a good date because that will give me time to get my act together. So what I'll probably do is I'll speak to Bernard on this coming Wednesday. We'll discuss the whole thing. He thinks I'm insane. We'll discuss the whole thing in a little bit more detail. We'll try and flesh it out, the pros and cons and all the rest of it. And what I'll probably do is I'll probably start upping my meat intake as of from today, probably. The idea being that by the time I get to the 1st of April, I'll have already kind of started because... I think that's an important thing to to realise. If you're if you're going to try and make change and you're going to try and pick a date when you're going to start, start two weeks before the date. Because there's always going to be an initial week long or fortnight long period whereby you don't really commit to what it is that you've said that you're going to commit to. And that can be very demoralizing. So what I'm going to probably do, I know that's what I'm going to do. See, this is the beauty of having these fucking conversations with myself and news cunts listening in, is I get to flesh out these ideas in kind of real time because I've made more progress in the last six minutes than I have in the last fucking week in clearing a space in my head to see the fucking wood from the trees and see the the goal. So that's what I'm going to do. As of from now, I'm going to considerably up my meat intake with the view of going full meat only from the 1st of April. And we might give uh, we might give April a lash. If we did it for April. And just to see how it goes. Now, I'm not I'm not endorsing the the carnivore diet as it's called. I'm not saying that you should do it. I'm not saying that like this isn't general advice, lads. Okay? The sentiment is general advice. And the sentiment is hijack the machinery. Okay? If you're the type of person that will gravitate to a tried and trusted methodology. So a reduction in calorie intake, a reduction in shitty food intake, an increase in exercise. If that kind of if that if that format suits you, then that's what you do. 
But if you've given that formula a go a couple of times and for whatever reason it hasn't failed through, don't give up on it entirely. But don't be afraid to try something that might actually suit your personality a little. Like, I'm an extreme person. I think that's fair enough to say. I've 101 million different things that I'm involved in. And I can explain in detail what separates me from most people. Okay, I think that's fucking blatantly obvious. But just to flesh that out a little, I'm a martial artist, I'm a podcaster, I I write poetry, I'm a vertical farmer by profession, I'm into archery, I'm into video production, I'm fucking interested in everything, okay? I'm not I'm not normal, I'm I'm far from normal, okay? And to me normal people are boring, you know, all due respect and all the rest of it, but to me I like weird people. Okay, I think people should embrace their weirdness and one of the main parts of the whole off the lead thing is to encourage people to do exactly that, is to embrace your weirdness and not to just follow the herd. That's what being off the lead essentially means. But anyway, Porrick Riley rejoins me in the podcast for the first video episode. I hope you'll join me on Off The Lead's YouTube channel. If you've any hints, tips, questions, queries, all the rest of it, you can direct them to me via WhatsApp on 089 60 47 888. And yeah, Smitty is with me on Wednesday and we'll give the carnivore diet a rattle for April. And on that note, I'll chat you soon.